Lean forward slightly. Look straight at the speaker. And listen with a sparkle in your eye. As though you might be thinking, gee, this is the most wonderful thing I've ever heard in all my life. Live from Hollywood, California, this is So I Married a Movie Geek! Hello everybody, this is So I Married a Movie Geek. I'm Chrissy McQueen, Justin Winters is semi on my left, he's kind of diagonal. And I don't know why I'm talking like this, but we watched... Mary Poppins! No, we didn't. But that would have been great, because Mary Poppins... That's what you sound like. It's one of my favorite movies. It might be because I got to meet Julie Andrews recently, and I died. I died. Well, not really. Well, everybody has a bucket list of people they'd like to meet before they die, I think. Julie Andrews is in your bucket list? Of course she is. Are you kidding me? Cool. The hills are alive. Well, whose bucket list isn't she on? Well, you know you didn't see Sound of Music till just... With the sound Last year. <laughs> Come on. All right, fine. Okay. Uh, but Julie Andrews and Mary Poppins and Sound of Music aside... As you may have learned from last week's podcast, we had our sister in town this last week. Our sister? Yeah. My I, sister? Yeah, Justin's sister, my sister. Your sister-in-law? Yeah. I don't like calling her sister-in-law, though, because she's more like a sister-in-love. Not that kind of love. That sounded bad. Like prison love? <laughs> no. Okay. Um, no, like love. Yes. Anyway. Your soulmates with the same name. Pretty much. And she uh, pointed us in the direction of this week's movies, which are The Fifth Element and Indiana Jones, colon, what's the rest of the title? (laughs) I know it, but what is it? It's uh, no colon. It's Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. And the Last Crusade. Really made a mark, apparently. No, I like the movie. I just, you know, one Indiana Jones and you forget the rest of the titles. Anyway. She uh, originally was going to be recording with us on this podcast, but had to go back to North Carolina. Lame. That's so sad. Lame. Lame. She sends her podcast love. So I just checked out her flick chart to see what some of her favorite movies are. Mm-hmm. And at the top, we have Empire Strikes Back. Mm-hmm. It's a respectful choice. She's got Star Wars, Ghostbusters on there. Little Mermaid, which I know I, <laughs> I literally watched at least 80 times. With her. With I her. assume, not by yourself. No, because when she was like really young, it was her favorite movie to watch. And so to make her happy, you would put that on. <laughs> and then she would sing all the songs while watching it. That's what little girls do. I did that so many times. Little girls? I do it too. Oh, that's true. I forgot. I, by association, quote, end quote, you know all the words. Yep. Especially part of, part of, was it part of that world? No, part of your world. Part of your world? Yeah. That's a great song. Part of your world. Was that on your flick chart by any chance? Little Mermaid? Yeah. Somewhere on my flick chart. Well, because I noticed that the other movies you mentioned are high up on your flick chart as well. So it seems you have very similar tastes in film. It's probably because I probably watched some of the Indiana Jones movies and the Star Wars movies with her, I assume. So we asked her why these movies were uh, 
either her favorites or definitely worth watching. Mm -hmm. And she said, quote, I chose The Fifth Element because I love futuristic movies, anything set in space. I'm drawn towards and I love the costumes. With regards to Indy, she said, I chose Indiana Jones because it is probably my most favorite trilogy of all time. And Harrison Ford is the hunky bad boy of my dreams, who is also a hunky teacher by day. Agreed, sister. Agreed. I like myself a little bit of Harrison Jones. <laughs> You're laughing at me. Why are you laughing? Because you just said, I like myself. And I was like, you should. <laughs> Keep your morale up. And then you called him Harrison Jones. <laughs> the adventures of Harrison Jones. Harrison Ford. I don't know what's wrong with me. <laughs> since uh, since since the Indiana Jones trilogy is one of is three of my favorite movies of all time, I like myself. I'm tired. Anyway, those three movies are three of my favorite movies of all time. We'll start with that one first. Okay. What's the name of the movie again? Harrison Jones. No. And no. I know, I'm kidding. Indiana Jones and The Last Crusade. Yes. Yes! I was a little worried, you guys. I was like, please let me get this right. So, what number was this in the trilogy? Three. Good. Thanks. What year did it come out? 1989. <laughs> I'm preparing you for a future Jeopardy. <laughs> like, Indiana Jones, like, that's one of the subjects, so. Justin, you could ask me this in ten minutes, I won't, I, and I won't remember. So unless we're filming Jeopardy in the next five minutes, you know, right over my head. We might be. That would be awesome. So, Chrissy, before I never... Before I met her, she had never before seen... Before never met me. Before I never met... She had <laughs> never seen any of the Harrison Jones movies, as she likes to call them. <laughs> so, I made her watch Raiders of the Lost Ark, like, three or four years ago. That was the first one. And I did not like that one. You did not like that one for some reason. I don't know. I wasn't... I just wasn't on board. Even though it involved um, Chrissy's favorite... Group of people, the Nazis. No, they're not my favorite group of people. They scare me to death and they fascinate me. Yes, as we have talked about uh, Schindler's List many, many times. Which I've actually never seen all the way through. <laughs> uh, but, like, I took a, a course in Nazis in college and I even had the book in the film series Nazis, colon, A Warning from History, from the History Channel. Mm -hmm. So I'm actually really fascinated and yet totally scared that they're hiding in my closet at night. So you weren't on board for Raiders of the Lost Ark? Not my favorite. Uh, we watched Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. I liked that one. Uh, last year, I guess. That was good. You liked that one? Yeah. Now this one is the third one. Yes. Out front, which is your favorite Indiana... No, what? Harrison, Harrison Jones, Jones movie. <laughs> I think maybe the second one. Indiana Jones and the Triple Doom? Yeah, because, well, as you well know, you know, I forget things unless I see them 20 times to really get a good memory of them. Mm -hmm. So I can't really tell you why I liked the second one more. I just remember the feeling that I got from it, and I remember liking it a lot. Well, I also know someone whose uh, second movie is also their favorite. Whom? Wah! High five! My ring's going to stab you. Hold on. Oh! Yay! 
Um, Why is it your favorite of the three? Well, because it was it was timed to where I think I watched it when I was like five or six years old. What were you doing watching Indiana Jones films at five or six years old? Because they were awesome. When you were a little kid, movies like that were like awesome. People get decapitated. Well, I was reading Stephen King books, too, so... Who let you read Stephen King books at five? The librarian who loaned the books out to me. Where were were your parents? In the library. (laughs) Stephen King seems like a good choice, son. Hey, man. Yeah? I like story, man. Yeah, okay. Get off my case. I'm not, no, I'm just surprised. Did you ever have nightmares? About Stephen King books or whatever? Indiana Jones? Harrison Jones? (laughs) Get out of my room, Harrison Jones. <laughs> Stop hiding in my closet with the Nazis. No, I was just, uh, I liked, like, the things I was afraid of, you know? You liked the things you were afraid yeah, of? Yeah, I liked being scared when I was a little kid. Why would you like being scared? Because that's what being a little kid's all about. And there was also the whole thing where you're, you thought you were being um, naughty for watching it. You're like, whoa, this is a little advanced for my age. This is awesome. You know what's funny? When I wanted... Eating monkey brains and, you know, human sacrifice. Yes. When I wanted to be, quote, advanced for my age, can I tell you what I secretly watched at night? Soap operas? 30-something. 30-something? I really did. I think you told me about this. Yeah. And I thought this was awesome. So you started reciting 30-something dialogue to you? No, but I would hear my mom come in the hallway and I would quickly turn it off and pretend to be asleep. So she didn't come in and be like, why are you watching this? You can't watch this. Because it was in like the safe harbor hours, like 11 o'clock at night or something. It was it was adult. It was 30-something. See? So the part of the intrigue of that was that you were watching something that you probably shouldn't have been. It was taboo. 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 That's the good word. It is the, the good word. So, <laughs> so what did you think about the uh, third? <laughs> it's like a Bible salesman. <laughs> what did you think about uh, The Last Crusade? Um, I overall. Mean, over, overall. No, under all. Uh, under all. Go. I thought it was actually quite well made. Um, obviously, pretty much, whether you like them, love them, or don't like them at all, you can't really argue with the fact that each of the three movies uh, are well produced, well directed, acted, all that sort of stuff. You may not like like the story or, you know, certain elements, but they're well made films. Uh that being said, this this particular installment, I feel even more than Temple of Doom and more than the first one kind of had me on the edge of my seat a little bit more. Ooh. I took notes, and sadly, I don't have them in front of me right now. I'd have to run across the room to get them, but I'll try to remember as best as I can. I remember first thinking, um, they don't create adventure movies like this anymore. They just kind of don't. I mean, they make things like Transformers, okay, where there's robots and explosions. And Mm -hmm. there are a couple of explosions in this, too. But it's different. It's more as it, you know, relates to the adventure at hand and not just because they want to blow shit up. I would agree. I wish they made adventure movies like this still. Yeah, I think the last one that I remember having the same feeling was maybe the first or second Pirates. Second Pirates I felt was pretty good. I like both the first and the second one. The third one I wasn't on board with that I much. never saw the third one. I know this. Well, our audience doesn't. <laughs> they needed to know. But, uh, yeah, uh, not a lot of CGI, a lot of practical effects and, you know, stunts, actual stunts. How cool is that, by a- the way? Actual people doing these stunts. 
Right. But, well, wait a second. To play the devil's advocate for just a moment, uh-huh. CGI is a terrific advancement, and when used properly, mm-hmm. you know, advances the film and its characters. I just feel like, at least in the last few years, that really kind of isn't being done. Like, I can't, I, I can't think of a movie off the top of my head where I go, what is, that was a cool, like, adventure movie. They make action movies now, but like I said, it's more of the, hey, let's blow shit up variety. Mm-hmm. Can you think of any? Like, I just told you, the what last one I thought of was Pirates. I can't really think of any. No. Yeah, no. I mean, you. I guess to have that nowadays, they have to be low budget, and they have to do stuff practical. They can't afford the CGI. So sometimes, like, lower budgeted movies can have a little bit of the panache that the Harrison Jones movies... <laughs> The Harrison Jones. I'm trying to think it's something other than pirates. I nothing, guess. nothing comes to mind. Well, I mean, the total opposite comes to mind when, when you think about the fourth movie, which is uh, pirates. No, Indiana Jones, uh. Harrison Jones, <laughs> and the <laughs> Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Wait, is this one that just came out a few years ago? <sighs> I tried to wipe it from my brain. I'm sorry. Uh, I'll make you watch it sometime. Great. Eventually, just because it's. Like, it's sadness. I don't think I've ever come out of a theater sadder than when I came out of that movie. Really? It was because... I was so, like, downtrodden. I I just... I wanted to... I I think I saw it at the Arclight Dome. And I just wanted to walk directly out of the dome into the oncoming traffic of Sunset. (laughs) Because I was just like, wow, they just really screwed the pooch. And Well, I'm glad you didn't walk through a major thoroughfare. That would have been very sad. But... Uh-huh. Uh, why was it not good? Was it because Harrison Ford was too old for the part now? Uh, the script just wasn't there. It was just like, you could tell that... Did he say, get off my plane? <laughs> you could tell there had been a lot of, like, too many cooks in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Like, too many writers. Like, it was just like, what happened? What happened to this? And just the CGI was... It was too much? Way too much. Like, you'll you'll see, there's... There's an infamous scene with uh, Shia LaBeouf Ugh. swinging. He bothers me. Swinging from vine to vine like he's Tarzan. Okay. And you just look at it and think, is this the Indiana Jones video game or? <laughs> and then you're like, oh. Is there an Indiana Jones video game? There's many Indiana Jones video games. I remember Indiana Jones pinball game. I do. I remember that as well. I played that at Skateland. Oh, I was obsessed with uh, the temp. I guess it was the Temple of Doom. Yeah, arcade game because it was in the uh huh? Like, it was in the like song, like song. No, it was at the skating rink where I grew up. Oh. So uh anyway. Well, I'm sorry that the last movie in the quadrilogy yeah. upset you. Oh so bad. Oh, that make that makes me so sad for you. But, uh, you know what else I didn't expect in this one was the whole intro about, uh, Harrison Jones <laughs> being, uh, a young kid played by River Phoenix. That was cool. Well, that's the thing. The, the Indiana Jones movies, aside from the fourth one, have really good opening sequences. True. Like, they all start off with a bang, usually a chase. All three of them are chases. Yeah. Yeah. All, all three of them are chases. I mean, the first one, he's running away from the huge boulder, which right. is iconic. The second one is they're in that club, you know, there's a shootout. Right, I remember that. And they eventually get to that plane and they have to jump out the plane and the, all that. That's great. And then this one is the River Phoenix as 
young Indiana Jones, which, by the way, Chrissy, yes, never one to really pay attention to what's going on, had to wait to the very end of the sequence, like ten minutes in, and, and Chrissy says, "Wait a minute, that's Indiana Jones." And I'm like, oh yeah, they, they've been calling him Indy for the past 10 minutes. Where have you been? I was staring at his haircut. You you have a um, new obsession with River Phoenix. You think he's hot? I do think he's he was He hot. was hot. Yeah. Sadly. Um, well, because he had... You know, it's funny. I've said this over the years. Not literally on paper, but, you know, in movies and magazines or in the popular culture. I haven't said this on paper yet. No, you see what I'm saying. Um, I do have like a type mm-hmm. that I gravitate towards as far as men are concerned. Justin's leaning into my face ever so close. I just gravitated towards yeah, you. Just a little bit. Okay. Um, but in actuality, I can't think of a single person I have dated or married that fit that type that I always like wouldn't like, ooh, googly eye, little girly over in the movies. I did better. Oh, Okay. <laughs> Up until he was so week. sad for a second. He was like, "Oh." So, what, what did you think about the opening sequence? River Phoenix is dreaming. Well, not only he's and he was, then he's good to look at, but he was a good actor. Oh, he was a good actor. He, again, a he, he, he was cut from the Leonardo DiCaprio mold, so it makes me sad that he's gone. What is the Leonardo DiCaprio mold exactly? Hot, but not knowing that you're hot, and instead just a really good actor. There's a certain kind of tough side, but an intellectual side hidden behind a face of pretty. (laughs) Yes. Straight out of Teen Idol Magazine, (laughs) writer Chrissy Chrissy McQueen Winters. I missed my calling. I truly did. Why aren't I writing for Bop right now? But anyway, the sequence was good. Uh, it's one of my fa- again. The Temple of Doom will always be my favorite, but I think it's my s- second favorite, even over the iconic boulder scene, just because it establishes like what kind of person Indiana Jones. I mean, he was Is. he was you know still Indy Jones when he was young, mm-hmm. and he um, got to crack the bullwhip for the first time and. Chrissy's eyes are starting to glaze over. No, they're not. I was thinking about... I appreciate that Indiana Jones is always fighting on the side of righteousness. Like, not just because, you know, he selfishly... This belongs in a museum! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just thinking, though. This belongs in a museum! Or, like, when he went to go save his father, you know, it wasn't about finding the Holy Grail. It was about finding his father. He said as much over and over again. They were like, you're here to find the Holy Grail. He was like, no, I'm not. I'm here to find my dad. Well, there you go. That I mean, I remember this movie so well because I think my dad actually took me to this when I was nine years old. And then to find out it's a pretty much a father-son, you know, tale of... Yeah. Bonding. Yeah. After all the years of not bonding. Pretty much uh, figuring out that you have become your own father. Is that not scary or what? Well, it was definitely scary to Harrison Jones in this... <laughs> In this one. Well, wait, let, let's talk about that for a second as a brief aside. Mm-hmm. We all respect and love our parents, or at least one of the pair, in my case. Mm-hmm. But um, oh, at what point do you wake up and realize, holy crap, I have become my fill-in parent's name here? Well, I think it'll get much, much stronger when we actually have children. But Which scares me even more. But, I mean, you could be alone and just talking out loud, and you'll say something, and you'll be like, 
did my father just, you know, through ventriloquism <laughs> make me say that? Because it sounded like him. I've thought about that with you and your dad over the years. And I know I've talked to uh, our sister and your other brother a few times about it. And we're like, there, there's a definite money winner streak in, in Justin. And uh, I think it's a great thing. I don't know if you notice it all the time, though. We do. I'm not sure if you do. Well, I don't walk around with a mirror or anything. And you're like, hey. Hey. What's happening, guys? Hey, what's, what's going on, guys? You know, this new hair on, on, on my chest. Wink. Wink. <laughs> <laughs> and I know, I'm sure you must think about that with me with regards to my mom, you know, even though I don't have kids yet and my circumstances are a little bit different. I'm sure I'm cut from the Kathy McQueen mold. Oh, yes. <laughs> Some of the best and worst parts. Oh. <laughs> Thanks, Justin. But as a father-son uh, movie, yeah. what did you think of the... I mean, first we have to talk about... Hey, it what? was no Frequency, okay? Did you watch Frequency with your father? Uh, no, but I do love that movie. That is kind of overwrought, but... I love it. It's great. I'd right. watch it again. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I like it frequency as well. But uh, Sean Connery. Sean Connery. For the first five minutes, I didn't realize it was Sean Connery. I knew I had seen his name in the opening credits, but then I forgot. How could you... That voice. Well, exactly. How could it be anyone but Sean Connery? Well, that's just it. I didn't quite... Sean Connery. I didn't get it. Can you do your Sean Connery impression? Oh, Alex Trebek. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'll take the rapists for 500. That's therapists. No. That's not what your wife said last night, Trebek. Oh, yours is really good. I can't do it. No, it's not very good. That was actually well, anyway, it was much better than mine. This was your second uh, Sean Connery movie you've ever seen. I know. What? Huge blind Which, spot. Which, by the way, is probably why it took me five minutes to realize it was he, since it was only my second Sean Connery movie. Number one, I can't. I can't gloss over the fact that you have never seen a Bond, a James Bond movie. I've seen the Pierce Brosnan ones. You did? A couple. Not with me. No. But you've never seen a Sean Connery, James Bond movie. No way. Okay. He's my favorite. He's your favorite? Well, I mean, Indiana Jones, and one of the reasons I loved him as a kid was he was kind of like the American James Bond. And then... Is he American? Huh? Sean Connery, he's American? In the movie, in this one, it no. In real, life, real I life, I think he's Scottish. Yeah, that's why I was like, "Wait, what?" You confused me. Um, Indiana Jones, the character of Indiana Jones, yes, is Senior. American, right? He's an American archaeologist yes, slash yes. professor. Yes. Indeed. Okay. Have you ever thought of studying archaeology? When I was a kid, I wanted to. Did you? But I thought archaeology meant that I get in all these fun chases with people. My mom majored in anthropology in college, and she told me when I was older, she'd be like, don't major in what I majored in, because you know what? They make you wake up at four in the morning, and they make you drive 40 miles up north, and then they make you camp out overnight so you can go on a dig in the morning. Don't do it. The end. She was anthropology, not archaeology. A big part of anthropology is doing things like that. Getting up at four o'clock in the morning? Yep, and going up north in the really cold weather and camping out in a tent and then digging. <laughs> According to my mother. Uh, That's the way basically all I learned from this. The way your mom exaggerates. I, I believe her on this one. 
She wouldn't make that up. Well, I mean, this movie, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, um, seeing it, I haven't seen it in a long time, it reminds me of, uh, like, a Da Vinci Code. Like, Oh, yeah, but better. Talking about someone who had seen this movie a, a lot, Robert Langdon, you know. Yeah. He must have been watching Last Crusade a lot. And it's funny that you mentioned that because I thought of the Da Vinci Code as well. Though, may I say, to the Da Vinci Code's credit, it's a little bit more difficult to figure out. Like, this one, there's one point where uh, Harrison Jones is looking at the... I love how we're using that, by the way, to differentiate between Sean Connery and him because they're both in Indiana Jones. I digress. He's looking at the map, uh, and they're in the library, and they're like, well, what do these things mean? What does that mean? Oh, wait, those are numbered. One, two, three, where's the X? I looked one second at the map, and I'm like, you're standing on it. And it took them another five minutes for and him to go up a huge flight of stairs to be like, there it is! It's more cinematic that way. So interesting. And then a second later, though, the X was gone. It was weird. Like, he was trying to, you know, hit it with the backside of the pole and, you know, to dig further down. And I was like, where did the X go? Now he's just doing some green tile. I've never noticed that before. The only thing I could say is maybe it wasn't actually, like, dark. Sometimes you see in the movies where they... They see like an outline, and that's just the way they see it, not as it oh, is really. You know? Really? I don't know. That seems silly. <laughs> I think you're giving him an excuse. Damn it, Steven Spielberg. You screwed it up. Fess it up. You screwed it up. I noticed an idiosyncrasy that isn't correct in your movie. That's the thing. You will fall asleep <laughs> several times during a movie, but the things that you <laughs> make note of are these like. Details. Continuity errors. It's true. I miss like major of, plot points of, of movies that have been around for you know decades. And, well, wait. and do you think I'm the first one to think of this? Speaking of being super tired, I must write this down. We got further along in the movie because you know I when I'm making I'm, notes, I never know what to say. And I'm, I'm like, seriously, oh. t- I'm tired of talking about you falling asleep. No, no, no. But this is important to note, and I said this to you uh, when we were sitting there watching this. Truly, you guys. Well, this is a sign, by the way, of a good movie when. Either A, I actually stay awake, or B, I really, really want to stay awake. In this case, it was kind of a combo of the two. Um, Two-thirds of the way through, I got so tired. I thought I was going to conk out, but I wanted, so I was like peeling my eyes like wide saucers looking at the screen because I wanted to know what happens. I got so sleepy. At one point, I swear to God, I saw two chalices. And I was like, how did she get a second chalice? Did I miss that? I don't think I fell asleep. Where did the second chalice come from? And then, like, I really squinted hard, and it fused into one, and I was like, oh, no, there's just one chalice. There are not two. I'm just really tired. I understand. This is not a new thing. It happens every single time. I don't always see two things instead of one. Like I I said last episode, either I need to start giving you the five-hour energy shots... Or, you know, get the clockwork orange thing where, you know, <laughs> have your eyes surgically held open or whatever. I would probably still manage to fall asleep even with my well, eyes then I need open. to find somebody that can stay awake. <laughs> because it's become a movie podcast about one person trying to keep the other person from falling asleep <laughs> through a bunch of movies she hasn't seen. Maybe I should go into some sort of narcoleptic drug study program where they're like, we give you drugs for free. Or how about you go to... Um, sleeping through films anonymous, <laughs> and you go up and say, "Hi, I'm Chrissy, and I fall asleep all the time during movies." Hi, Chrissy. Unless it's you know Titanic or any other 
DiCaprio film. But may I say, I think the uh, years ago you said that you thought I had ADD, and I was like, I don't have ADD. Ooh, look, a bird. ADHD. Right, but I don't have the hyperactivity thing. Yeah, you do. I do? Yeah. What? You, you classic. Can't, you have trouble sitting down. You, you can't focus on thing one thing for more than... What? What are you trying to say? No, but in watching movies, that's when I when I actually start feeling that maybe you're correct because I'm like, oh, maybe that's it because my brain's just like, and we're done. <laughs> yeah, I can, yeah, I don't do that with TV shows. It's just movies. Wow. I don't understand. I watched a two-hour finale of Desperate Housewives after the movie last night and stayed awake for the whole thing. I don't understand it at all because that show is a mess. <laughs> Tom and Lynn are splitting. It's very sad. Who cares? I can't talk about it anymore. Okay. Who cares? But back to Indiana Jones. Harrison Jones. Harrison Jones. And, and his final trip. Uh, Nazis. Let's talk about the fact that uh, he got to meet Adolf Hitler, who autographed his thing. And then after that, they're on a Zeppelin. And I was like, oh, is this the Hindenburg? Are they going to be on the Hindenburg? Yes, because there was only one Zeppelin in all of history, and it went down in flames. <laughs> you know, I swear to God, I thought it was like a Titanic sort of thing. Like, there was just one, and then it failed, and they were like, well, we're not doing this again. And I even went so far as to ask you, why did the Zeppelin go out of style? <laughs> Do they fly them anymore? And you looked at me and laughed. No, I said, well, look around. When's the last time you saw one in the air? Well, maybe in, you know, Europe. Do, do they not find them anymore because of the Hindenburg? I think because they're just a, a, a waste of energy. Oh, not because of the Hindenburg? And the Hindenburg. <laughs> <laughs> because they didn't stop sailing ships because the Titanic failed. They just built better ones. Why can't they just build a better Hindenburg? Why can't we have flying cars? <laughs> right? It's time. It's, it's past due. Past due. Yeah, get on it, Ford. <laughs> what? Ford? Yeah. We were talking about Harrison Ford and it made me think of Ford motor cars. Get uh, on it, Ford. Harrison Ford Auto. <laughs> Harrison Ford. <laughs> who was it? Harrison? Oh, that was Camerly. Not Camerly, wait. What? She's All That. What? There's a character in She's All That whose dad owns Harrison Ford. It's a... Uh, oh, it's a dealership? A, a dealership in the valley on She's All That. That's pretty funny. No. On She's All That? In She's All That. Oh, okay. The classic film starring Freddie Prince Jr. and what's her name? I saw that once and I don't remember very much about it. Of course you didn't. Okay, so <laughs> I'm glad that you brought up the very Forrest Gump meeting of Harrison Jones and Adolf Hitler. Yeah, right? It was very strange. Yeah, it was. It was really weird. And Does I was that like, what, is that what Hitler did? He went around and... Give autographs. He either burned the books or he signed the book. Well, he's him, right? No, that was apropos. He's kind of an egotist, let's be honest. But he was. Uh, I found it surprising that any SS officer would be like, "My Fuhrer, will you sign this?" And he'd be like, "Yeah, okay." <laughs> By the way, if Hitler talked like that, things would turn out much different. Yeah, and he drew on the illustration. I'm like Hitler. Come on. He just opened to the first page like I would be on page five. I wanted uh, Harrison Jones to pull uh, Inglorious Bastards and just toss him into the fire with the books. Now, that's a great movie. I saw it again the other day, and I was like, this is great. You watched it? It was on HBO. You watched the whole thing without falling asleep? Not the whole thing. <laughs> Some of it. 
<laughs> the good parts. Okay, so what else did you like about uh, the Crusade? Indiana. Yeah. Indiana? Yes. Um, I know that you had a real big problem with the female in the movie. Well, because I knew she was bad. Like, from the minute they met her at um, in Italy at the dock, I was like, oh, she's bad. I can Cause, tell. Because she's a bad actress. Or she seemed like she was very bad. I th- she just seemed like she was secretive. Like, she had something to hide. Like, she was trying to play on Indy's level, but she really because she was attractive, wasn't she? No. I think that it, attractive women in movies are great. Nicole Kidman is a very attractive woman, and I, yet I, most movies she's in, I don't go, she's bad in this, isn't she? Why are you laughing at me? I was just, I was just going me pretty much. Seeing what you'd say. Whatever. I know all attractive women don't have, you know... Ulterior motives. Ulterior motives. <laughs> but this one did. Well, she had a, yeah. Plus, she looked Aryan, and this took place in the 30s, and they she, were in Italy. She's one of the biggest reasons why I don't like this as much as the, Temple other, of the, Doom. the other two. I just think that... Por qué? Like, the other two had, uh, you know, Marion Ravenwood in the first one, played by Karen Allen. She was awesome. Mm-hmm. And then, even though, in the second one, uh, whatchamacallit was really annoying, I still thought she was a... She was a pain in the ass, but she was a good character. Yeah. This one... No. Yeah, no, she she wanted to play an indie, indie's level. She just, girl ain't got no game. Well, there wasn't much time for romance because it was pretty much a bromance between father and son. Good, I'm actually kind of glad. I, I mean, it, it had just the right amount or perhaps, you know, an iota too much. But it did, this wasn't a movie about romance. It just wasn't. But it, it did make me wonder, what happened to the other two romances? What do you mean? Oh. Uh, um... Well, that's the thing. Uh, Harrison Jones is a lover of, you know, many, many females. Many females. It sounds like you're narrating a National Geographic movie. He is a lover of many females. He's a, he's a bit of a... Um, Lothario. Scoundrel. Lothario. Exactly. Yes. So, what were they searching for in this movie, Chrissy? The Holy Grail. Ooh, Are you sure. testing me to Maybe see if I stayed awake? Have you ever thought about searching for the, the Holy Grail? I didn't know what the Holy Grail was until this movie. Really? Yep. So what did you think it was? I had no idea. I thought it was like a grain of rice. A grain of rice? <laughs> yeah. No wonder no one could find it. It's so small. I thought it glowed a little bit. <laughs> oh, the Holy Rice Grail. Passed down from... <laughs> A, a glowing grain of rice. Can really? I, where, did, I where, did you, where did you get this terrible idea? Well, first of all, nobody explained to me anything about this. I didn't grow up with this, so nobody told me. And but like I know that there was a movie Monty Python. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Is that the way you say it? Really, Monty Python. <laughs> I'm laughing. And this and is... the Holy Grail. And I was like, what? which you've never seen. I know. And I assumed I was like. And I was thinking of like what it could possibly be, mm-hmm. and though I didn't give it too much thought, obviously, I think I looked at the etymology of the word and I was like, "Grail, grain," <laughs> and then <laughs> could have been a lentil, Chris. What it had to be rice. Well, because I thought of grain and I thought of something white and glowy, and it was just like, <laughs> and I still didn't know what it did or why it was holy or maybe it wasn't holy made, but I thought it was very rare. It's I'd, something very rare. I'd bless this rice <laughs> and make it holy. Just something really rare that possibly resembled an enlarged grain of rice that was glowy. 
holy grail. And in this movie, what is it? A chalice. It's a chalice. So is that what it is in real life? In real life? Like in Jesus' time? Is that what it really is? I'm just going to um, continue um, your assumption that it's a grain of rice. <laughs> and it's very holy. But now I know it's And it's not. missing. And that's why the Chinese love rice. They someday want to find it. So they keep eating all this Isn't rice. Is it like in the Bermuda Triangle? Does Bigfoot have it in his pocket? What does the Tooth Fairy have to do with this? It's a, it's a legend, You put Chris. the Holy Grail under your pillow. It's and a legend. And gives you a bag of wet rice. That would suck. You get the, the Holy Grail mixed up with a, a bag of white rice. That would be pretty terrible. But it glows, so that's how you can tell the difference. Wow. No? Okay. So what was your favorite scene in uh, Last Crusade? Go. Uh, honestly, I really liked when they were in the temple, really it's the library, but you know, converted temple, and then they had to go through the rats, and then the Nazis were chasing them, not really the Nazis, but the other guys, the bad guys, and they had to capsize the boat and hide under it and escape. Uh, it was actually uh, a well done scene, obviously very adventurous, didn't use a lot of CGI, it felt like Harrison Ford and What's-Her-Face did their own stunts. You were very glad that it was rats and not... Cockroaches. Bugs like the second one. Can't handle cockroaches. Rats I can handle. Although you were, at one point you were saying, uh, oh, are the rats okay? Because he almost stepped on one. And the rat went, eh! And I was like, oh! Is the American Humane Society keeping tabs on this? So, this being one of my favorite movies. Yes. I have three favorite scenes. Okay. To jump out. Go. First is when they're in the Zeppelin. That's a good one. And the the really mean Nazi guy is looking for uh, the Jones. Yes. And uh, Harrison Ford throws him out the Zeppelin and says... Obviously before it has taken off. Says, no ticket. And all the rich people go, oh no! Let me show him my ticket! Ticket! Yes. That's one of my favorite ones. Second favorite one is... uh, What's my second favorite one? I don't know. The tank scene, the whole that whole chase with the tank scene. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's a great sequence. Agreed. And then the last is the the whole choosing of the chalice. You must choose what which one of these. I, I know you're confused. <laughs> I know you thought there'd be a bunch of grains of, <laughs> grains of rice set aside, and you had to choose one. But they're actually cups, and you would drink from them. You know. Right to see what happens. Well, oh my god, when the guy turned into a, like the the guy turned into the crypt keeper practically and then disintegrated, I was like, ah! Don't. Yeah, he, the, the, the old knight was like, he chose poorly. He did. That did not work out well for him. Well, that's why you let, you're like, go ahead, guys. Whoever wants to, <laughs> you go first. <laughs> you go first, really. It's okay. That one looks like it's the chalice of a carpenter. That's when you should thrust the lady who we don't like in front of me. Like, ladies first! <laughs> yeah, I would have thrust her out of the way a lot earlier than they did. Seriously. Like, she's seriously... Like, one of the big things at the end of this movie... Like, the whole... Whatever that was comes crashing down. And that knight who's been there for, like, centuries watching over... He's just like, the saddest goodbye wave. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for screwing up my home! I will miss you! As a kid, I, rice. <laughs> as a kid, I thought that the uh, Indiana Jones and his dad were going to be uh, immortal because they drank from the 
from the Holy Grail? I did too. But, but I'm not a kid. I really thought so. Oh, so you think they're from now on they're immortal? Like they're superheroes? Well, I don't know if they're immortal. But, uh, you know, the drink permits, maybe they'll live past 100. But after a couple of viewings, I, I realized that the knight said that they it didn't work past the the seal. So you had to... What's the... What's like, the point then? So i got to hang in, hang in this cave? Right? Getting old? I want to take this holy grail on the road. Only inside this cave grail. Let's can we can we find some way to uh, like set up an underwater system, like a tube, go from holy grail to my home? No, no, that wouldn't work. No, you could probably live inside the cave. Get somebody to wire it for you. So, what would be your uh, final grade for Harrison Jones and <laughs> his final trip? B plus. Really? Yeah. Okay, so it's, it's your solid movie, and it's your second favorite uh, of the trilogy. Agreed. Okay, are you? I glad would watch it again if it were on HBO. Are you glad you watched the trilogy? Yeah, uh, it's certainly better than the Star Wars trilogy. <laughs> well, as a kid, I liked Indiana Jones better than Star Wars, but I love me so love you so. Let's talk about this, Jar Jar Binks. That's, he wasn't in the original trilogy, Chris. Yeah, I know, but it's there was a second series of three movies, and therefore a second trilogy under the same name. I bet if I did a little digging and research, I would find that you've probably seen 5% of the original Star Wars trilogy. I have seen the first movie, and I've seen it a couple of times. Yeah. We've been and going, I've seen we've the second this, movie. But there's what you say you've seen, yeah, and have. then there's... What? I have. Okay, and you didn't like it. Yeah. So what did you think of Kristen's second movie that she made us watch? The Fifth Element? The Fifth Element. Oh my god, I was so tired. <laughs> <laughs> I know that we can talk about it, but it bears speaking about because I was so tired. I didn't smile. I didn't laugh. I like could not crack a happy face if my life depended on it. Like, I was not giddy tired. I was like, shoot me in the face tired. And Kristen, afterward, the next day after I got to sleep finally, she held my hand. She goes... Now that you've slept, I have to ask, did you enjoy the movie at all? Because you looked like you wanted to shoot me and shoot yourself in the face. And I was like, no, I was just really tired. She goes, okay, good. I thought so. I was like, poor thing. She's really tired because, like, you were just staring at the screen like it was killing your soul. And I, and then you say, well, that's that's me sleeping with my eyes open. That's what I do. No, you know what it was? But I do, I do, I do what I always do. And about third way through the film, I was like, "No, I'm gonna sleep." And she called me out on it and was like, "Don't do it. Stay awake." And I went, "Shit, she's watching me." So I had to stay awake the whole time. That's <laughs> I what I have staring. to do. I can't even watch the movie totally. I have to watch you. Make sure you're watching the movie. You know what I just realized? I got that from my dad. Who cares? I know, but that's what he did. I'm gonna start espresso shots in the middle of movies. Okay. So, what did you think of the Fifth Element? I thought it was pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. I agree with Kristen, by the way, when she said, as we quoted in the beginning of this podcast, that one of the reasons she likes it so much is due to the costumes. Uh, hello, Jean-Paul Gaultier did a lot of the, if not all of the, costuming for it. So, yeah, the costumes were pretty freaking awesome, and I agree with her. So here's the fun part. Yes. What is the fifth element about for people that have never seen for it? For the uninitiated? Exactly. Okay. You would pro- you would recommend it? Yes. yes. If you haven't yes. seen it? Yes. Okay. In, you know, the Cliff Notes version, what, what's it about? Okay. You have to save the world, but you need all the elements to do it. 
and you only have fire, water, earth, and air. Something is missing. The fifth element. Except a lot of people who are uninitiated and unintelligent and or uneducated about it don't really know there's a fifth element. They just know, holy crap, we got to save the world because it's going to blow up or something like it. Why is it going to blow up? Well, eventually it's because there's a ball of fire hurtling towards the earth, but originally it's because some stupid people in the government decided it would be a great idea to bomb this planet of fire. So, and then it got bigger and bigger and bigger, and it ate the spaceship, and eventually it was going to hurtle towards earth. So you are awake. Are you part of it? Yes! See, I'm not crazy. And so you're crazy. And then they were like, how do we get this fifth element? Wait a minute. Let's go way back in time to when we tried to get the fifth element and we were aliens on Earth that looked like turkeys but metal. And then they deposited And then Luke Perry was there. Luke Perry was there out of the blue. And they had like a little piece of that fifth element left and then in a lab they created it in the form of a human being and it was really hot in a woman and she crashed into a cab and then he was like, oh no, I'm going to get in trouble. Never mind, I guess I'll help you because you're kind of hot. And she didn't speak English, and she tried to kill him, but not really. She just kind of held a gun to his head and tried to scare him a little bit. But it was fine, because they ended up being friends, kind of more than friends. And See, then, when I tell you, I just want you to say what the movie's about. Not this is re- what the movie's about. Not tell what happens throughout the whole movie. No, I'm not. There's a slight romance between the fifth element and the main character. Then, later on, she does learn English, and she decides, yes, I am the fifth element, and yes, I want to help save the world, but I just don't know how, because I've never been loved. So she has to experience love for, like, all of two seconds, this and the then end of the movie. she saves the planet. Ta-da! I win! Wow. What have I won? <laughs> Can we back up that spoiler warning, just in case you haven't ever seen the fifth element? <laughs> yes. <laughs> So, I think I've only seen this movie once, or maybe twice, and there were a couple of things that I remember only mm-hmm. about the movie. Number one, Luke Perry was in it for like five minutes. Right? At the beginning, because you were like, oh, finally, Luke Perry gets his due. <laughs> <laughs> he gets to be the hero. And, and he's not. Gone. So, I remember that. Number two, I remember the fact that uh, Mila Jovovich's wardrobe in a part of this movie is basically a bunch of like bandages. Bandages. She's covered in bandages. Strategically placed bandages. Strategically, yeah, like over her ba- her bathing suit areas. So, but there's but there's a little there's a couple glances of of of, of naked Lilu. Her name Lilu. is Lilu. Can you do an impression of her in this movie? No. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. <laughs> Anyway, okay. Lulu. Yeah, her wardrobe. That was one of the other things. And then the other thing was how annoying Chris Tucker is. is, is Oh my god. I'm glad you brought him. Because truly, I forgot he existed until two seconds ago. Until you said that. I can't stand Chris Tucker. In pretty much anything I've ever seen him in. Which is why I don't watch the stupid Rush Hour movies, because I, I would throw the TV. What have you seen in, in other than The Fifth Element? Things. What? Stuff he's been in. Rush Hour? You've seen any of those? I've seen trailers. <laughs> See, that's the thing. I don't think you've ever seen a Chris Tucker movie. No, because he's always like... You haven't seen Friday, because I've asked you about that before. You haven't seen any of the Rush Hours. You haven't seen Jackie Brown. 
You haven't seen Money Talks with Charlie Sheen. What else has he been in that you hate? He's in Stand Up. <laughs> Have you seen him do Stand Up? Sure. Before? Live? Could be. But no. In this movie, he is very, very. Well, I, his character, I think, is supposed to be annoying, but he kind of takes it it's over the top annoying. To 11. I'm actually getting a headache just talking about him. He screams he, all his lines. Not only does he scream all his lines, but pretty much anything I've ever seen him do, whether I've seen the full version of it or not, you know, I do, I do have eyes and ears. I have seen him talk. Yeah. In character. It's always like, what you talking about? I'm going to talk about how I'm black and you're not black. And that's whack. And blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. Holy I had to. I'm so sorry. It was killing me. You don't even know. Like, I have a deep-seated hatred of this actor's parts. Not the actor himself. He's probably a nice guy, but his parts. But you've never... This is the first movie that you've ever seen, man. That's whack! Shut up about that! What do you know about that? That's him. See? That's just it. He talks to the level of 10 all the time. Okay. Well, I... In this movie, he's very annoying. He was good. He's been good in a couple movies. I'll make you watch those, and we'll see what you Please think don't. about it. Please don't do that. That's the thing. You say this, but you've never seen it. No, because movie. I know I'm going to be super annoyed. You're laughing silently at me because you know, like, I'm, I'm clenching my nails against this kitchen table as we're talking. Like, I can't do it. I can't. I don't have it in me. Okay, well, let's go for someone that annoys you to Undetermined. How do you feel about Bruce Willis in this movie? Bruce Willis is interesting. Interesting? Yeah. Okay. I like him in most things I see him in. This is another movie where he has to fight something hurtling towards, you know, Earth. As I was just going to say, but the thing is, is that... Something's hurtling towards Earth. Get Bruce Willis in He's always playing shades of Bruce Willis. I don't even remember the character's name because it's not. It's just another shade of Bruce Willis. This Mm -hmm. is... We discussed this back when I was in um, drama in high school. It was it, it, there are certain actors we actually made huge lists on chalkboards. Took forever to make where we'd be like some people are character actors, some people are actor actors, and some people are just personality actors. He's a personality actor, like he's just playing shades of himself in different movies. Okay. Or shades of the same character, if not himself. Okay, I kind of agree with that. He's I don't. I don't think I've ever seen him where he's played, like, the ultra baddie or anything that I can think of. He was pretty ultra bad in the story of us. No? Um, Obscure early 90s movie. I did not see the story of us. You didn't? No. Intentionally. There's a movie that I saw that you didn't see? I've never said that I see every movie. I've never said that. There's definitely movies that that I avoid because I just don't doesn't seem like a movie I would enjoy. Why did you intentionally uh, avoid this? The story of us? Yeah. Um, like I said, it just doesn't seem like something I'd enjoy. Okay. I mean, I'll, I'll watch it if you want me to, but... Yeah, it's okay. At the time, I, I just thought there were other better options out there. But, I mean, he's in one of my favorite movies of all time, Die Hard, so... He was going to Die Hard. That was Shade of Bruce Willis. But in this movie, I, I just didn't quite unexplain some of... I couldn't... Ex- I couldn't, uh... Figure out some of his choices. Like what? Uh, falling in love with a strange girl that falls into his cab, like, instantly. He just was looking with his eyes and his smaller head. Oh. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. That's it? Yep. Even though that she was a mess and the police were coming after her and 
She, she was Mila freaking Jovakich. Jovakovich. <laughs> like, hello. <laughs> That's all it needs to be. <laughs> she's a hottie. She does things for you. And she's like, Lilu, with her giant saucer eyes. Yeah. She had like orangish hair. That's an absolutely attractive look. If somebody, if I was driving my flying cab and she dropped into it. In bandages. I would risk my life for her. He liked to be a risk taker, let's be honest. Well, he didn't have much going on. He had his mother calling him all the time. So that's another thing in this movie where I'm like, is this the same movie? Because <laughs> it's like, it's very comical the way her, the mom keeps calling. It's true. It's like it's an Albert Brooks film or something. Let me tell you one thing I didn't like about this movie. What? It wasn't very clear whose alliances were with whom on the bad side. I remember at one point having to specifically ask you, well, wait a second. Are the weird troll-like animals who can disguise themselves as humans on the same bad side as the other bad guy who we keep seeing individually who kind of wants to thwart this whole process of saving the world? Or are they two separate bad guy groups, each working, you know, on their own to defeat the good guys? And you were like, yeah, no, the latter. They're separate bad guy groups. I agree. It's very, um... If you're just watching it for the first time like me, I'm like, are they working together? Which leads to my favorite part about this movie, which is Gary Oldman's, uh, totally out there villain character who has a very deep southern accent. Wait, which one was he? The one with the hair... The main oh, bad yeah, the guy. the main bad guy, okay. On one bad guy side, because they're not together. Exactly. You've got the, the troll-looking dudes. They've got the robot guys that look like ducks. Yeah. And, then, and then they've got Gary Oldman, who is just totally out there. Just... And even on the good, good guy side, we had the president, who I felt was a totally extraneous character, to be honest. Yeah. Like, when I think of presidents, Debo from Friday doesn't really... <laughs> Inspired a lot of... You've never seen Friday, so... No. Anyway. But he, Morgan Freeman makes me think of presidents. Dude, Morgan Freeman is awesome. I meant that in a good way. But in... No. Uh, Debo in, from Friday really couldn't handle the, the lines that they were writing no, for it. It was movie. not good. <laughs> Poor Debo. Yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> also, so two, two uh, cast members from Friday in, in The Fifth Element, so... Gary Oldman had great costumes in this. I know we talked a little bit about the costumes earlier, but I felt like he in particular uh, got some great looks. He had a pinstripe thing that was like a, uh, almost like an art smock coat, but with a high collar. It was really cool. Project Runway would have benefited from that. Yes. <laughs> yes, indeed. Did was this it win Jean-Paul any- Gaultier? Yes. Okay. Did this win any awards? I can't remember. Like I said, I, I think I only watched it once when it was first out. But I found it interesting that at the end, in order to save the planet, they had to like kind of. It doesn't look that old. No, That's it one of the things about the movie. It did the way it's shot and the way they use a lot of practical effects, as, as opposed to CGI in some places, makes it look. It holds up well. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. Definitely. I, I found it interesting though at the end when they eat for each one of the elements, they had to somehow produce the element in order for them to like lock in like. 
How do you produce Earth? He was just like, oh. Hurry! That thing is hurling towards us. We only have ten seconds. You have some fire, you know. And the fifth element spit on that, was like, spit on that thing. Lelu no love. First, I was like, Lelu got love, and he kissed her, and then all of a sudden, it worked. I kept thinking about Nell, and again, you've never seen Nell. I thought of it. No, but I remembered because you and Kristen. Tray in the way. <laughs> Chick a pay tray in the way. Yeah, if you put Nell with Lelu in a room together. And they have to hash out, like, some plan they would never... Me, fit element. Yeah, the, the ending is very, kind of, uh... Protect you. <laughs> the fifth element... That, I remember you saying, the fifth element is love. <laughs> when they kiss. It was so, like, a, a Boz Lerman moment, you know? Like, all of a sudden, he, it was, you know, hyperkinetic, and he was like, Lelu got love. He didn't really say that. <laughs> That's kind of what it felt like. Lelu got love. <laughs> love. She was like, hold on a second. I got to vomit some light and then it'll all be all right. And then she like did a back bend and light came out of her mouth. And <laughs> it was like the green mile, but in reverse. <laughs> yep. Well, that's what, you know, killed the big hurtling ball of fire <laughs> was her, her green mile. Stuff. Well, maybe. When bugs, it was like light. Can you imagine if it had been bugs? Ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> seeing all bugs coming from her mouth. Would you have kissed if you were Bruce Willis? Would you have kissed her after that? And be like, ooh, no thanks. Allergic to bees. Thanks very much. <laughs> BTW. I was driving in our car today and I saw a dead bee in it. Oh yeah. I think that's what stung you. Yeah. Um, I was on Melrose uh, with my sister and a bee stung me. When yep. I got in the car. Uh, yeah, it was in the little, like, area in the center console. This is an exciting story. Yeah. It was a dead bee. I went, oh, dead bee in my car. Yeah. This stung my husband. And then it died. Pretty much. Screw that bee. Sorry. It was a little bee. So, what would be your final grade for the fifth element? C plus. A hearty C plus. A hearty C plus? Like chunky soup? Yes. Okay. Like chunky soup. C plus. C plus. What do you say? Uh, I could see C plus, yeah. Yeah, see? I think we're on the same page with this. Yeah, you take Chris Tucker out. Oh, God, please. And that'll bump at least up one grade. Oh, for sure. Faux show. If you take him out, the story, the whole story makes sense. Yeah. He's very extraneous. He's so extraneous and obnoxious and anything that ends in us. Yeah, they weren't doing him a favor. No, and they were not doing me a favor. <laughs> They didn't mention his name in a moment. So now that we have just again. like a minute left. Yes. Will you go see the new X-Men next week? The new X-Men The new X-Men movie. I haven't seen the other ones. Watch the first one, the old one, and the new one that comes out. Do I have to? Yes. Because you didn't see Thor. Thank I want you God, to go see Thor. See Thor. Oh, Thor. Sorry about that. I'll make you watch it when it comes out. Please don't. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. No! Lelu Love. Wow. Yeah. By the way, uh, not... if you would like to suggest other better movies to us, you can on Twitter at Justin Winters or at Chris, K-R-I-S, Winters, and we will take them into consideration. So, Indiana Jones, Last Crusade, Fifth Element, Scene. And Scene. There you go. You're moving through the list. 
We're kind of like little old drama turds. Thanks to Kristen for uh, suggesting these Yay, two for you. Yay, sister! We love you! We love you. Um, and by the way, if you haven't heard her, uh, you should go back an episode and listen to the Arnold double feature because Kristen guested on that. Yeah, for what alcohol does to females, it's a very good example. We giggled quite a bit. But not like Chris Tucker. He's oh. annoying. Okay, well, until next, fun. next week. See ya!